0: All right, final few moments here. Got a lot to jam in, including uh, Herb Tyler's keys to today's game. Now, again, we are focusing on the main issue, which is uh, Nate. Yes, And uh, we're going to hear from Governor John Bell Edwards in about uh, 10 minutes. But uh, between now and then, we will get more LSU information in for you. Just a couple of state college football scores. Right now in the uh, fourth, it is uh, Southeastern 28-23 to 23 over in Carton at Word at halftime down in Thibodeau. It's Nichols in Northwestern State, a Southland Conference battle tied up at seven apiece. And Dontrell Hilliard is going off today. 19 carries, 175 yards, and four touchdowns for Tulane, who is uh, nice. all over Tulsa, 55-14. to 14 in the third uptown in New Orleans. The Wave are rolling. That's a, that's a bold caliber team. I'm telling you, keep an eye on them. They were one of VR's locks of the week in our view from Vegas. But her, I like them, man. I, like I got em. some interesting, I got some breaking news from the soccer field Uh-oh. in Hammond, Louisiana. Let's they call it. her Beast, Jackie Claire Belavere. I call her Juju. Watch L- out, now. Little Julie. She scored not once, but twice today as the Dragons. And the Beast came up with two scores. I'm smelling MVP right here, Man, brother. Man, I've, I've had one of them. De- de- look, de- look one of on them
2: breaking news was Herb <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. And Jackie, was, she was with us last week remember, was, at, at the pregame show. And she was eating everything in sight like I was. All she was and <laughs> do. Donuts, jambalaya, whatever she can get
0: her hands little on.
2: Them big old pretty eyes. All she had to do was blink them a little bit for daddy. That's so,
0: so Jackie, congratulations, baby. Congratulations, Good luck this afternoon
2: as we had to do
0: the pregame. But we'll be out there to see you again soon. Congratulations to you on your
2: soccer. Ice cream celebration right yeah, there, brother.
0: I never scored in anything, Herb, but she got two today. As hey, well. man,
2: you scored when you mean you had her, brother. That's the, it hey, right there. That,
0: a- amen, Herb. Amen. <laughs> well, LSU and Florida, Herb Tyler. LSU's offense against Florida's defense.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, your key there. So. W- First of all, we got to you know protect the quarterback. We got to block. We got to open up some holes. So right now, the key to that particular situation, as far as our offense against their defense, is we need to push some people around. We have to be confident up front, and we also have to play our game and not get away from that. Whatever that is, whatever system that Coach Canada has in in in, in place for this particular game, whatever his game plan is, we have to to, to uh, uh, apply it and attack it and don't get away from it. And we also have to just make sure that we're playing to LSU Tiger football.
0: Herb, now the LSU defense facing the Florida yes. team, Malik Davis, uh, both of their running backs key last yeah. week. Uh, the, the younger running back was Davis, the freshman. And then they they accounted for five touchdowns last mm-hmm. week, three, five in, in the rushing backfield. One would think today, and because of what Troy did last week, LSU is going to get a healthy dose of the Florida ground
2: game. Well, we, definitely, you'll get a healthy dose of that. Um, we have a couple guys coming back. How they'll do after some injury um, and them not playing for a couple weeks or so. But you know, I think right now at this present moment, that Florida's definitely going to try to run the ball down our throat, especially if if they have Felipe Frank starting the whole entire time. They're not going to put the game on his shoulders, and um, it's going to be tough not only for Florida's offense but for our defense to maintain. Our, our, our enthusiasm and, and, and our understanding of what we want to do to try to stop these guys. They're going to be tough. They're surging right now. Let's just make sure that we're holding our gaps, holding our arms, and flying around the football.
0: Again, everything is focused in on the most important thing is Nate, so that's why we had a lot of hurricane yep. coverage here this yep. evening. We got a lot of hurricane that's coverage important. tonight, but we'll be on for a long time to recap LSU in Florida. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. Herb gives you his prediction, LSU in Florida next, and we'll hand things off to our news department and Governor John Bell Edwards' press conference. That's coming up here on W. All right, final few moments. Again, we are focusing on the most important thing, which is Nate. We will be here with you. I'm coming on after the LSU Network post game show. I'll be with you all night long through early morning. We'll be here with you through the entire time to feel the effects and get you caught up and keep you safe through Nate. So we will be here the entire time, and we'll shuffle in some post-game LSU and Florida. Herb Tyler, LSU, a slight dog. We know last year was a tight one. Florida won the East, keeping LSU out of the Sugar Bowl. Florida, LSU, your keys to today's game and your prediction.
2: Well, the key to today's game is just to play some tiger football, man. Let's just forget about last week. Let's come out. Let's um, you know. Let's play with a lot of enthusiasm. Let's make sure that we're on top of our game plan and we're ready to ball out and not worry about anything else that happened that has happened um, in the past. Um, and um, with that being said, man, look, LSU has won nine consecutive games during the month of October. Six of those nine games have come against SEC opponents. Um, but the only problem with that was this particular game against Florida. We've only have Four guys that's played in this particular game the last time we went to Florida in 2014. Out of those four guys, two of those guys are probably not going to play. Ed Paris for sure, and then maybe Darryl Williams may or may not play. With that being said, it's going to be tough for us, but I'm going to go ahead and predict a 20-17 victory for the Tigers, and we're going to avenge our loss last week to Troy, and then we're going to go ahead and come back and then and, and turn this season around. That's what I see.
0: Herb Tyler. Again, we'll get Herb's thoughts on today's game tonight. During the point after, Herb, how can people keep up with you on social media?
2: Herb Tyler 4, that's on Twitter, baby. And you can you can catch me on Facebook, too.
0: And Herb's got his eyes on another matchup, too, as well, as the Stanford Cardinal go yes. into uh, Utah today uh, they, as they take on the Utes. That's a big one there for, for Stanford to keep their Pac-12 title hopes alive.
2: Yeah, Bryce Love is one of the best players in the nation. Please take a look at that young kid. He's doing some phenomenal things.
0: All right, so we'll have Herb coming up tonight after LSU in Florida. Up next, we will join the LSU post, uh, the LSU pregame show, the network. But first up, you're going to hear Governor John Bell Edwards' press conference, and then we'll join the LSU Sports Network. And as things develop, we will break in with live most pertinent information. Thanks so much to Dave Potter, also uh, Joey Falgu and Logan, and for Dave Cohen and Don Ames and Mr. Herb Tyler
2: and Big Billeville. Herb, send them to Say go Tigers. Uh, everybody be safe out there and go Tigers.
1: Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for being here with us again today as we talk about Hurricane Nate. Uh, We just completed a briefing uh, with the Unified Command Group here at GOSAP. As many of you may know, Hurricane Nate is gaining strength and is now expected to make landfall as a Category 2 storm. In addition to that, it is moving at an extremely fast rate, uh, forward speed of 26 miles per hour. Uh, almost unheard of for a storm of this type. Um, we expect the forecasted storm obviously then to make landfall as a category two, but the rule of thumb is that you always prepare for uh, another higher category than that. So. We're asking everyone to be prepared for a Category 3, and the storm will continue to strengthen, obviously. Uh, The forward movement is limiting its ability to draw that energy from the warm waters, uh, and that's a good thing. The other good thing is it's gonna hit and move through our area at a relatively uh, fast rate, uh, limiting the amount of time it's gonna drop rain and, and so forth, but this is a very, dangerous storm uh, nonetheless. Perhaps the most important thing that I'm going to share with the folks of Louisiana today is we, because of that 26 mile per hour forward movement of the storm, we're moving up the timeline that we initially gave you. We are strongly advising that everyone be where they want to be to ride this storm out by 3 p.m. And by that time they should be properly supplied and have what they need uh, to make it through the storm. I also want to advise everyone who is in a mandatory or voluntary evacuation area that has been called by their local authorities. Every area uh, that is in an evac- under evacuation order, there is a shelter open in your parish. So if you have any needs uh, related to transportation or if you have questions as to where uh, the shelter is open, please call your parish office of emergency management. I have been in uh, contact uh, today with Brock Long, the administrator of FEMA, uh, and I've talked talking to him several times. And also this morning, at a little after 7 o'clock, I spoke with President Trump, who called uh, to check on things here in Louisiana to let me know that uh, FEMA and the entire federal government uh, were ready and, and prepared to help Louisiana uh, in terms of this storm. With respect to the president, we also very much appreciate the fact that last evening uh, he signed a pre-landfall declaration for the 17 parishes uh, in south Louisiana that we had requested uh, a declaration for. So we very much appreciate that. We will experience tropical storm force winds at the mouth of the Mississippi River today at 4 p.m., Uh, We expect the eye of the storm to make landfall in that same area at approximately 7 p.m. today. That's why we're moving up the timeline. This will remain a night event. Uh, It is critical uh, that everyone uh, who's been told to evacuate uh, or would like to do so, that they do it now. Uh, Do not drive after nightfall. Uh, in those areas where we're expecting the impacts of the storm. Uh, It is very dangerous. Uh, Storm surge, uh, and I'm going to go through that in just a minute, will actually be slightly elevated beyond what we anticipated yesterday because of the strengthening of the storm and the differential in the uh, wind speed that they're expecting, uh, which is about 12 to 15 miles per hour stronger uh, today on the forecast than it was yesterday, and that's going to drive those storm surges up. But three-quarters of all fatalities related to hurricanes happen because of water. And we don't want people driving at night. It's especially difficult at night because it's almost impossible to gauge the depth of the water uh, and the current. Uh, So we're we're asking people to be mindful of that. And that is also why we're really driving people uh, to be where they need to be by 3 p.m. today. Uh, the storm surge tonight will be extremely dangerous. In the Rigolets, it will be 9 to 11 feet. In St. Tammany Parish, uh, it will be 4 to 7 feet, generally speaking. Uh, other areas around Lake Pontchartrain, 3 to 5 feet. And on Lake Maripal, uh, 1 to 3 feet. We're still expecting 3 to 6 inches of rain. So this this can fall very quickly, however, uh, and you can have ponding even though you're, you're, the total rainfall is not expected to be uh, you know, very heavy. If it falls in a very short duration and, and with intensity, you can have ponding from rain. But most of the water that we're going to see will be because of storm surge. And obviously no one should take this storm lightly. It has proven to be very deadly uh, in Honduras. Uh, in Nicaragua, in that area, so we we have to make sure that we are not taking it uh, lightly. We are still very concerned and no one should be complacent. I would also remind individuals that one-third of the time storms make landfall outside of the cone of the forecasted track. Uh, It is possible that this storm will shift either to the east or to the west. The most recent update actually had it shifting back uh, to the west slightly. Um, so we, we have some uh, degree of confidence in the forecasted track, uh, but it is obviously uh, subject to change. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.